Welcome back to Keep the Passion. You are listening to your three lovely hosts, um, Kendall Ray, Kelby, and Miss Faye. And we are here talking about how we are keeping the passion through our daily lives. We are in the spooky season. Um, we are always on here talking about our dream lives, the yachts, the houses, the, the yachts, <laughs> <laughs> the money untold. Um, but what about the thing that scares us? The opposite, not not reaching that point in life, um, a possible nightmare of a life, things not going our way. We're gonna share what our biggest nightmare of life would be I guess mm-hmm. and um what it would look like so we're gonna get a little get you some imagery I'm excited to talk about this um all right so let's get into it um what what scares you guys <laughs> I can go first okay tell me this is my idea so yeah I have my dream life you know where I wake up every day in peace and da 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 we'll talk about right. that perfect later. Um, but then the opposite of that, what would be my nightmare of a life? (laughs) So I don't know how to describe it, but I'm just going to describe it from the moment I would wake up in the morning. Okay. So you can give us the day in the life of the nightmare. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So mine would be, I wake up in the morning and I'm automatically feel like rushed and like agitated you know what I mean like Mm. I wake up and I'm like stressed out already you know okay (laughs) and I'm rushing it's like you know maybe 6 a.m getting up early to go work at a job that doesn't pay me enough Mm. and it's just like an all-day thing from like freaking nine to five (laughs) Uh, this sounds like my life right now (laughs) I know (laughs) Well, I'm triggered. Yeah, you're triggered. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, um, I get up. Yeah, I get up, and I'm in its little house. That's not where I want to be at. I'm really trying to like imagine it because I've only imagined my dream life. Yeah, I've, yeah, it's hard. I've only been able to um, like think of characteristics of my nightmarish life. I yeah, exactly. Able to like put it together. Mm. so which is a good thing yeah because so, I don't yeah. want to dwell on the bad <laughs> I think I mean I would say right now I would I wake up and I'm not in my house I'm in my dad's house dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not my space I don't really have my own space it's dirty and it's like dark and like just bad energy in there you know mm. sucking the life out of me um <laughs> then I have to drive an hour to work every day and I don't like my job you know people there are all stuck in their own little like rat race you know of a life and I get off late I drive back an hour I don't get home until like 7 p.m um and I don't even have time for myself. I have to, it's a, a lonely life. I don't have a lot of meaningful relationships. Mm, um, <laughs> I don't get to go to California like a few times a year, you know, to see my family. 
And then it's like a groundhog's day. Like I got to wake up and do the same damn thing over again. Mm. That's my nightmare of life. Yeah, that sounds like a really bad Which thing. is like the average American life, right? No, seriously. <laughs> but that, but that's, that's my a, nightmare. That's a, <laughs> but see, that's someone else's like dream though, too. That's the, that's the thing. Yeah. Aside from the house part. Well, some, <laughs> some people like, you know, the nine, like to five nine to five lifestyle. Yeah. Of course. And that's, that's okay. You know, some people, that's what they want. That's what they that's what they strive for that's but, my nightmare i i don't want to do the same thing every day over and over for somebody else not get to get paid i can't pay my bills still can't pay my bills even though i'm working my booty off uh, okay kendall what's your nightmare what's your bad dream my nightmare <laughs> potential life. i don't even know man. like yeah i mean one like i said i came unprepared uh, recording today but i it's hard to put it into a whole day like i wish i could like paint a picture for you guys but i can't i have only been able to think of like characteristics of mm-hmm. like things that truly make me like unhappy so like number one i have like feeling stuck um like yeah. that yeah, i was gonna say that. that makes me like so unhappy like the times that i felt super stuck before and i feel like stuck now but it's not like a like, I feel like I'm I'm stuck at, like, just before the peak. Right yes. <laughs> so it's yeah. different. Me too. I feel that way too. Yeah. Like, I feel like Come there's in, something on the horizon. So I think stuck is number one, like, where I'm, like, where I just have no ability to, like, or at least I feel like I have no ability to, like, get out of my situation. Um, Yeah. Or stuck in a job. That whole, you know, stuck in a nine to five type of lifestyle where I have someone running my life essentially and telling me when I can be off and this mm. and that that Pick would be yeah <laughs> <laughs> like if I have someone if I had to live a life where I'm like in that and like there there's someone like just overseeing my life essentially then that that would like be nightmarish to me mm-hmm. um and then similar to Kelby like not having you know, meaningful relationships. I have like not not having like my family around me. Um, and of course right now I don't have my family around me, but it's, I don't mean it like that. I mean like just not having like people around me that that feel like family, you know? Yeah. Um, so I would say that. And then, oh yes, I have not having people around me that like inspire me. Yeah. Um, I, I really like just have like I love my let's see like earlier this week you know like fun my our brother fun he's like he told us he was buying a house and stuff like that and I just love having people around me who inspire me like my my cousins they recently paid off their home like they're like debt free mm, like yeah just doing great for themselves my brother Fun's doing it for himself my brother Dwante's doing great for himself my mom's always you know she's always inspired me and so, like, I did. I love having people around me who inspire me because it helps to keep me going. Yes. You know? Even when I'm like low, it helps to keep me going. Mm-hmm. So I would say that. Um, I'm trying to think of like other things. Man. I would say like, I don't know. I guess living wise, let me. I'm trying to think of like all the different aspects. Like, I guess like living situation would probably be nightmarish. Would be you know, in a place I don't want to be. Like, <laughs> I'm trying to. I don't want to say anything like mean but like <laughs> you know just in a place where there's that energy and like what Kelby said <laughs> so 
I, 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 I want someone. <laughs> I don't know who listens to this podcast. Um, <laughs> I, I want to. I want. Let's see. Okay, I want to be somewhere where I wake up in the morning and I feel free. I don't ever want to feel like bogged down. Um, so I don't know. It's kind. Of, it, this is a hard one, man. It's a hard yeah. one. I would say. Uh, okay, I would just go back to my number one. Like, like I feel like that's everything. Is just feeling stuck. Cause like when I feel stuck, I'm like not in a good mood and I, I feel like yeah. it affects me like on the daily, it affects like my person, like how I show up to people, like how mm-hmm. I show up in the world. Like, I feel like I'm like a meaner person, you know what I'm saying? Cause I feel like I'm like, I feel like I'm like a jaded older person. Like when I okay. feel stuck, yeah. so like, <laughs> I don't want to be that. Like, I always yeah. want to be like, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't want to be in any I don't situation be that turns me into it. Yeah, exactly. It turns me into a person that's like projecting my negativity onto other people so yeah when I feel stuck that's like the ultimate just like that's turning me into a person I don't want to be so I would say that that's like my nightmarish life I wish I had like a whole picture to paint but I don't <laughs> it's hard to describe like your nightmarish life I don't know it's so easy to think of your dream life but your dream life but it's <laughs> what not exactly hard for are me. you running from yeah um unfortunately it's not hard for me um <laughs> <laughs> Um, I imagine my life uh, a lot, I guess, um, just because I've been like, I for in my head recently, it's just constantly been like an image of like roads um, and just like being here. And then it's a left and a right, a left and a right. And I feel like I've just been making different turns and just seeing like, okay, what what way could go the other way? Or what, what this way would take me and what this way. But my nightmare of a life... Um, <laughs> I feel like almost happened. <laughs> um, okay, but I'm not gonna share that quite yet. First, my nightmare of the life would just be, like you said, just being stuck and not happy. Like being in my 30s or 40s and feeling like I didn't accomplish anything. Mm-hmm. I have so mm-hmm. many dreams. Um, like we said in the last episode, as far as like where to take this childcare. Like I literally had a vision the other day, and overall, I was like. Cause I'm constantly asking myself like, okay, like what is your purpose? Like, what do you want to do? And just asking God, like, what is it? And I got this like feeling of just like creating spaces. Like I don't want to live my whole life in Baltimore. Um, I definitely want to be like a person that travels and honestly has homes in different places, but I do want to pour too. into this city. <laughs> um, I want to pour into this city and it needs so much. And one thing I was talking to someone on the phone about was just like, we used to have like recreation centers. Like we used to have like resource centers and places that kids could go to. And I just was like, I want to create those spaces. Like I just have so many dreams and things I want to do. And my nightmare of a life would be like all of the things that are in my head, just staying in my head um, and like never coming into fruition. Like that scares me. The thing you guys said about like the meaningful relationship scares me too. Cause it's like, you know, you are who you hang around. Like, you know, people will lift you up, inspire you, motivate you, elevate you, network possibly and my biggest thing is like what if I get to a place in life where like I didn't maintain or keep those relationships and I don't have like good friends like you know mm-hmm. like you imagine like having friends for me like in different That's areas where, I am now. where... I, like I don't have any friends around me mm-hmm. mm, okay and I don't like it like, like here physically here. yeah physically yeah, here. like I ugh. Like I want to go hang out with somebody. Hang out, yeah. Like, I, like yeah, like I want that so bad, man. 
I do too. Um, like... I want to be able to just like message you, like, let's go away for the weekend or something like that. You yeah. know, so my I, I, my fear is like not having that and like feeling like you're all alone. Um, I imagine sometimes like, okay, what if I get married and um my husband like ends up cheating on me or toilet? <laughs> That's be... a fear of mine too. That is a nightmare of a life. <laughs> like mean, I do not want to be no, another woman. That, I know. I just you know, kind of. I don't want to say finally feels like they make it, but you commit and you 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 make that covenant with someone to, yeah. to spend the rest of your life with. And that's one of your the most important relationships in your life. Yeah. And then like where it, everything is good, and then 10, 15 years later, like I do not want to be that 40, 50 year old woman that you know. Obviously, I'm gonna rise above anything I feel like comes my way, but I don't want to have to rise above that. I don't want to be in a marriage and then get to 40 50 or even 60 and you know like I've heard stories of just like oh we just evolved and you know like I think we're evolving every day and I was listening to a thing on YouTube the other day of just a guy talking about like um it was Tiana Taylor her husband and she was he was telling her it was Jadena he was like you aren't the person that you were when he married you and neither is he so like every day we're evolving as people so I don't know mm-hmm. what it is because I'm not on that side of the fence yet I don't know what it is about turning 50 and 60 and all of a sudden you fell out of love or like if I'm marrying someone I <laughs> it's life I think I mean let's see me and Alex have almost six years and your relationship is yeah it 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 evolves Evolves. the relationship evolves and i but so (laughs) it hasn't happened yet i mean hopefully it won't but i could definitely see how you know after 15 years like maybe you get like you know i don't want to see that that is a nightmare for me i don't know maybe you get like i don't know i have it bored or something i don't know people grow i hope that we never get there i'm just saying like but i could see how that's possible that is a very bad dream for me like I just look at me now, 26, and who I was, you know, years ago, and I pray and hope that if I am, you know, married to someone that we can just love each other that much. Like, I just want to believe that is a big nightmare for me, the more and more I'm talking about that, like that, if I do commit to someone like that, that we can evolve and, and, and always be together. Like, I don't want to be divorced. I don't want yeah and like I said in the beginning I know I'll be able to (laughs) rise above anything that comes my way so I'm pretty sure like god forbid it does happen I'll be okay you'll find the strength and the lessons yada 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 but I just want that story of like that love that evolved and not to say oh it's gonna be picture perfect but that person that you know is your life partner and Mm -hmm. and you don't have to grow away or apart from each other like that scares the shit out of me yeah. it scares me so much that like now i just imagine like never being married a lot just oh, i don't i i try to never being married or that. never being in, a, in like in a relationship long term um the second one never being in a relationship long term really um yeah just because i don't i don't like my heart no one likes being their heart broken i but know I, I don't i just don't it just takes so much energy out of me i learned that about what I just been through, like, 
being in a relationship is such a commitment in itself. So then coming out of it is like really like a whole nother process. And I don't know if in my late twenties, I have time for that again, you know, like with yeah, all of the dreams yeah. and things that I have, like I told myself, I, I was so much rather important to that than not to say you can't do both and they can't be, you know, mutually exclusive, but I just don't, people are exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> and it just scares me I, I can say that's definitely a depends, but when you have someone that's pouring into you too, into you yeah it makes different. it much easier it's not like oh yeah. I'm just pouring all this like no yeah like, I can give you and take yeah you energy and it it, it's away. a two-way street so mm-hmm. when you have two people that are pouring into themselves we're also pouring into their partner it feels different yeah yeah I, I hear you I hear you um I hear you but um <laughs> I do not want to be divorced and um i know i it, you, you know why i don't know i'm coming back to like my points i can't even imagine like that stuff like i i, I can but like i i always like i just don't like thinking about it so like, yeah like imagine that's why like, i can't like loving someone so much you yoke your whole life together you know there's so many things that are involved that now have to be split up and yeah figured I out mean, i think about that too sometimes like i'm like what would it be like if me and alex like broke up like it's a nightmare it is a it's like you're separating your family too like you know right. what I mean? yeah right and then like, like i'm imagining has... you have kids like <sighs> <laughs> um that's just a big nightmare and it's a big nightmare because it's such a huge statistic um of yeah. divorce and people especially in our demographic of black women i just hate it but anyway and then the other biggest nightmare is for me like um you are not the statistics no I do not want to be um and I won't be um (laughs) if I am a statistic it's gonna be a good successful black Mm -hmm. woman but the other huge nightmare is being somebody's baby mother (laughs) (laughs) um (laughs) I don't want to have to deal with any of that drama that <clears throat> that ensues um yeah I, just, I would not want to raise a kid in it I mean hello yeah. it's done so many people do it but ideally just ideally for me and... <laughs> in this life I just I don't know if I want kids in this life honestly <laughs> honestly that too I find so much satisfaction with caring for them to the fullest extent and then leaving it feels so <laughs> good like it feels so good. I don't know. Kids are just so different. It is a lot. Like when I was even with the the infant and the little girl, first of all, the little girl showed me a whole different side of her that I never saw in school. Um, she was very bossy. Love her to life though. Um, <laughs> and I just remember being like, I think once I had finished giving the baby a bath and I put him down and then I was like, I don't remember when I had that aha moment, but I had it. Oh, yes. Okay. I had put the baby down for a bath, was downstairs with her, feeding her, getting her back ready for bed. And I remember sitting in the bathroom while she was brushing her teeth. And I was just like, yo, parents are really superheroes and people need to stop underestimating this crap. Like it's something to like say on the outside looking in, but it's something to be on the inside and really be like, you can't, you don't get to like- To constantly give to another being. You don't get to leave, Liza Bates. Yeah, exactly. You don't get to like drop them off. You don't get to like, that is your 24 seven. And- That scares me. Yeah, that's a nightmare for me. Right there, exactly what you, yeah. So that's that's a nightmare. Yes, I don't don't (laughs) want to have to, to not have the option to 
to, you know what I'm saying? Like I, yeah, like that right there, like having to constantly Um, give to another being and, and like the, in the way that a parent has to do, which is literally everything. Yeah. Like I, I don't, that, that is, I don't want to say it's a nightmare because I feel like that sounds messed up, but in my, (laughs) where I am right now in my life, it will be a nightmare. Career driven person that just (laughs) wants to care about my husband and my dogs. That sounds like a nightmare. I just, I was like, yeah, I don't know if I'll ever really feel ready for this. And I do think a huge part of it, like you said earlier, is being with a partner that, you know, could possibly make you feel different, um, mm-hmm. you know, and have that reciprocal energy, which is why I know, like, walking into whatever I walk into now, it's so important to me, like, if children is a thing that comes into my life, it's always going to be about me first. Like, a lot of times mm-hmm. people start pointing so much be. into the kids. And it should be. Like, in that whole argument, it's me and then the kids. And I yes. see married couples talk about that because once the kid comes into play, it's so much that's given into them that if you're lacking in the beginning parts of me and then you and I, it's just not going to work out, I don't think, the, that was, perf- um, the good way. I was watching Shan Booty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You guys, Shan, Shan Booty, yeah, she has the Lovers Shan and Friends Booty. podcast. Um, okay, I was about to say, I feel like I've seen that name. You, you have definitely she started seen on her. YouTube, and then she, and then she's, um, she has a, yeah, she started her podcast. She's but, like a sex and like she's like a sex educator. Okay, and, but um, her and her like husband, like they didn't, she didn't want kids for like the longest time. Mm. And one of her episodes, oh, yeah, like, I and us were having yeah. a conversation, and she, they were saying you know, if they, that they were talking and that they decided that if they did have kids, they wanted their kids to be a part of their life and not be their whole life. Yeah. And I was like, that would, that exactly, if I ever do have kids is my, would be my mentality. 100%. Like just a part, like a part of it, not literally the whole thing, because in a way, like they do become the whole thing as far as energy time and what you pour into. So you have to be intentional about our relationship first and especially me like <laughs> a woman a woman does so I mean we really are the superheroes and I don't even I hope I like I think I will be a man and still say that but being a woman looking at other women experiencing this stuff like what we go through from being a little girl to some women being mothers some women being you know single mother like all of the things that come into the experience of being a woman is so underrated and like which is why we deserve princess treatment which is why we deserve <laughs> you know what for it <laughs> we deserve some of the things that come out of your mouth i'm like that, that's a very foila thing to say. Yeah. <laughs> what does that it mean it just comes out so naturally like <laughs> what does that mean i'm serious we deserve princess treatment because what the freak like physically emotionally mentally like we give so much and mm-hmm. it's just a big nightmare for me to be or find myself in a situation where i don't feel um not to say it was worth it but just not that I just need life to be perfect and I need to feel like I'm a princess. And if I don't have a princess life, it's gonna be a nightmare. <laughs> Long story short. <laughs> um, that's just it. That's just it. I want to have a life of luxury, as the social media saying, a soft life. Um, and yeah, if I don't have that, I'm gonna be scared. <laughs> I'm gonna be very, very scared. <laughs> um, especially because I give it to myself. So you know, if somebody ain't giving it to me, I'm gonna give it to me. And that's it. 
I wanted to ask you guys, I don't know if I can share that in another episode, but do you guys have nightmares? Have you ever had like a really bad nightmare? Like an actual dream that you could share? Uh, what, like what, what counts like a nightmare? Like I, I mean, a nightmare is what, just a bad dream. Okay. So like I have the definition, like I love my, I love my smile. So I hate having dreams where my teeth are rotting. Oh my gosh, yeah. you have dreams where your teeth are rotting? Oh yes, I can, I hate having dreams. So like what's that. happening like, in the dream? Like just like you, you look in the mirror, your, and your teeth are like rotten. Your teeth is like just something like that. Um, I have those, and then I have <laughs> I, I some of these dreams. I wouldn't call them nightmares, but they're disturbing. Okay, I call them a nightmare is defined as a bad dream. I had a disturbing dream dream that can cause a strong emotional response from the mind, typically fear, but also despair anxiety or sadness mm-hmm. okay yeah so, so i have share let's i have dreams I, I hate the dreams that i have because they always feel really real yeah but i had a dream one time where like i was with my dad and like my dad wanted to go pick up his damn friend and kelby was like in the store or something like that and so we were we had to, we were leaving her and i was like really worried about her and throughout the whole dream i was looking for her and i couldn't get in contact with kelby um and then like it, it was weird because like at the end of the dream like I was like in a room and I was like I gotta find Kelby I was like looking at my computer and stuff like that and then I walked out of the room and like I'm like you know like among the clouds pretty much mm. and there's like a bridge going on to like another cloud and I was standing next to like some person I don't even, I don't remember like what the person looked like or anything but they turned to me and they were like you're gonna lose you're gonna lose someone close to you soon they say I looked at the you. person I was like don't say that and then I walked back into the room to try to find Kelby like it's like shit like that and then the um, dreams, like, they're disturbing they're not nightmares yeah. but they're hella disturbing and they always feel hella real and I can't stand it and you wake up in a bad mood mm. <laughs> yeah I hate I haven't I like woke that. up so my dreams sometimes and like, I can't remember them but I just wake up crying like I've had dreams in the past where I can't even remember now and I don't know if I remembered in the moment but I just remember like waking up crying and like so mm-hmm. in distress like what did I just dream about and like yeah. you said it feels so real so you don't mm-hmm. think that it was just a dream yeah I'll yeah. be one nightmare my, my nightmares it's definitely the teeth one like I've, I hate those dreams the um, same exact thing. And those thing. are supposed to mean something bad. I forget. There's a, yeah. Like um, you're looking in the mirror too and your teeth are Yeah, just... rotting and falling out. Wow. So that's one. And then I've had dreams. <laughs> and this is more of like a, this is more of like a subliminal, like kind of things that were going on with me and Alex. I've had dreams where like Alex is cheating on me or something. Or he's talking to some women or something. Um <laughs> Oh. And, and that's clearly like you know those Bad. are like kind of little pokes that you know your subconscious gives you all the time mm-hmm. um and then I I hate like violent dreams that like you know disturb mm. me also like it's, these are just dreams where they just make you you wake up and you're in a bad mood and and that's like the cheating dream and um, and then sometimes the violent dreams like last night I had a dream like we were um me and Alex were at a hotel. I haven't mm-hmm. told Alex yet because he was sleeping but uh, when I left. But um, we were at a hotel. It was me, Alex, and his brother. And his brother's very into, like, war. And, um, like, he's got a whole bunch of, like, Combat war uh, paraphernalia. Like, he's got, like, helmets from, like, World War II and okay. stuff. But, yeah. So, um, so... <laughs> 
we're in a hotel. There's this woman next door who I like in the dream, like we were talking, we were talking with her like the night, the night before. Mm -hmm. Um, And she was like arguing with this other woman. And, and I was like, and Alex's brother was trying to get Alex to go out there with him. And I was like, no, Alex, don't go out there, you know, stay here or whatever. (laughs) His brother like takes off like in war mode, like (laughs) like, with like a gun and running to like, it it was kind of funny at first, but like running from like our room to other rooms, like as if he's like sheltering or something and like part of this war. Um, And then I was like, no, Alex, don't go out there, you know, and, and. And I mean, I closed the, um, the hotel, our door, and we could hear the women arguing in the next, <laughs> in the next uh, room over. And, but their door was open. There's like these spectators, you know, watching the argument. Mm-hmm. And then we hear like, almost like if someone picked up like a dumbbell, but the ones that have the different ones that you can take off and it shakes. Okay. And we hear like that, like banging. And then we open up the door and like, she's like smashed this person's head in basically. Oh so, <laughs> yeah, I have violent dreams sometimes, and those are nightmares. Too. That's when you woke up from it, like seeing yeah. the smash. Whoa. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. Um, nightmares. That's why I don't. They're all nightmares, and I don't know why I dreamt that. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I remember learning in psychology or something that there are like reasons behind some of the dreams i don't know i like half believe it half don't um, well there are some some meanings behind some it, meanings but... yeah definitely um i had a really bad one <laughs> like i think two weeks ago or a week and a half ago and i mean disclaimer i am healing from demons right now so mm-hmm. i just feel like a lot has been the enemy going attacks on. you in your sleep too yeah that's what alex um, said he said that's very true in your sleep too that is definitely <laughs> when i tell him about the cheating dreams that i have i'm like <laughs> that's what he says <laughs> i'm gonna say that <laughs> <laughs> if somebody told you i was cheating the enemy is <laughs> i like that no but i've heard people say that like in it's church true though stuff, it but is it is true. very true um we can't believe in energy and good vibes and not believe in the opposite yeah Wait, um, I I had another dream last night. Sorry, tell me, let me just tell jump me. in. No, go ahead. I, I was in the car with with Alex, and he looked my way, and it was Alex, and then he looked my way again. And it was like this monster, almost like this weird like horse monster head or something. What the hell? What the hell? Yeah, we do something like that. You, you have scary, you actually you have scary dreams, and like that was it. It just cut. <laughs> yeah, it was just like a clip like that. Whoa. Um. So yeah, the enemy attacks you in your sleep too. <laughs> I do believe that. And what's crazy is I can't remember the timeline if I read this before or after, but I was reading something on sleep, which I already sleep. remember. For some reason, psychology really stuck with me, that class. But one of the, um, I think it's because I took it twice. I took it in Miami and I took it <laughs> here. Um, but the part where they talk about sleep, I remember like when they get into all the different stages, you know, the REM and non-REM. And I remember mm-hmm. reading the thing on, it was like a slideshow on Instagram and it was telling you about how very few, very few people get to stage five. And when you get to that stage, um, when you can wake up and vividly recount your dreams, that means that you really were in that stage. Um, and I don't remember now if I read that before and then had this dream or was the other way around. But I had this terrible dream that I was being assaulted and it didn't get to the point of the sexual assault, but it was like, I couldn't escape. 
And so, okay, the dream was, like, really cool at first. I mean, not cool, but it wasn't, like, a nightmare. It was just me being in, like, a shop. And it was, like, wig. It was a hair store. I'm sorry, not a shop, a hair store. And it was, like, older ladies. So I just remember, like, laughing and kicking with them. And they were showing me different wigs. And then I remember being at checkout. And one of the older ladies was pointing me to, like, some of the young girls that were working there. And she was just, both of, it was two of them telling me they didn't really like the new girls because the new girls were like marking down the wigs like they were like not they were like giving deals they were scamming basically and they were like they can't really say anything because they can't prove it but she was just showing me pointing out to me and I remember like laughing with her buying the hair whatever and it was dark it was late when I left and I had my um sister's car so I remember walking out and I'm super vigilant. So like sometimes I peep things off of just I peep them or I just peep them because I'm being aware. But even before I walked out, I remember seeing someone, a man, and he just looked disheveled and he was walking like really mm. fast. So I like and my, my brain was like, OK, notice that. And I knew he was going to be passing by where I had to walk out to get to the car. But I was like, you know, sometimes you always kind of like ain't nothing going to happen kind of thing. So I remember like walking out the store and like getting my stuff out to open the door, but it was taking me long. So basically he had, I don't know if we like, cause now I'm, I can't remember details cause it was a minute ago. Um, but something happened where either I walked out and then he passed or we kind of like crossed almost at the same time, but he just passed by and something in my head was like he didn't turn the corner and as I'm like getting closer to the car he is walking like super fast towards me and I just remember Mm. being like oh shit and like I remember looking and seeing like the hair store and it was like brightly lit but the women were just in there laughing like nothing would have triggered them to look outside is how the dream was showing me so it was like you're not going to get their attention the whole dream was just like you're not going to get out of this but me, I'm fighting almost in the dream. Like, I'm going to get out of this. So I'm sitting here trying to find my, I have pepper spray. So I'm sitting here trying to get the pepper spray and the keys. For some reason, it just was not coming out of my purse. I remember I stuff like yeah. falling on the ground. And I was just thinking like, why do I have so much stuff in my hand? Like, I was like, I just bought mm-hmm. the hair and I probably have a purse. But I am known to have like a lot of stuff in the purse. So I was just like, stuff is falling. I'm not getting the keys. Like, it just didn't seem. And I remember like being like grasped. Like, I remember being held yeah Um, and it was such a crazy feeling because I was just like why can't I get out of this and then it's almost like I kept replaying that part because I was like okay he's holding me but I can still get out and for some reason nothing was working I remember like crying and like trying to scream for their attention to just like you know sometimes people are just in a place but they'll look outside and I was like Mm -hmm. they're gonna look outside and see this but for some reason that never happened and I was just stuck and I like remember being so scared because it was like my brain was trying to like think of so many different scenarios but I just remember like being like held by him and I and he started dragging me and girl you would have thought it was a show because my alarm went off I had an alarm for 6 45 and I don't think I was gonna wake up honestly and the alarm like triggered me and I remember waking up like like screaming and like crying like mad that I had that dream like I was so mad I was like why am I dreaming stuff Mm -hmm. like this I've never had I've had like the little violent mini dreams I've never had a dream so vivid about something so bad about to happen to me and I remember like towards the end before I could wake up 
I remember just saying to myself, like, it's going to happen, like trying to find a way to accept like this really, really shitty thing is going to happen to me because I just could not get out of it. And I remember being so mad. I just woke up and I was like, why did you dream something? Like yeah. That? Like, <laughs> what? Like, Those kinds of dreams suck. Oh, yeah. And I'm just like, when you like can't like you. do something or can't get out of something. Like I have a re- I have a recurring dream. It's not like the same, like the same um exact things but like it's always the, it always like goes to the same thing where I need to call 911 and I can't like my phone's, phone's not working for whatever reason, reason. like this button's not out. here like it yeah it, I, I, and I hate having I was like why am I so like nothing is working and I remember like it was just so many different things that could have been done and like nothing was working out and it just was like why and the craziest feeling was I remember being so close to the car so it was like I wasn't even far it's not like we were like in the middle of the street like this was the store the street wasn't that wide and the car was parked right there and I was just like why am I not escaping this like why can I not fight back it was crazy I was like I don't ever want to dream like this again yeah um, those suck. but <laughs> Those are I the nightmares. Betray yeah. sometimes. I want to add some. I want to add a couple of nightmares. Go ahead. Nightmarish things, qualities to my life. Because when yeah. you were talking, I was like, "It helps you think." Yeah, it does. Good, good, good. Come so, on, share. I mean, you, when you said being like, you know, you know, thirties, forties, whatever, and not having accomplished your things, like that's like nightmarish. Like I feel like, and then like on terms of like a daily thing, like just not having the ability to be able to do those things, like. You know, like, 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 you know, maybe having a really super busy job and like not, not being able to pursue at all, like Those my, things. my own personal goals and stuff. Like, I would feel like that would be nightmarish. And then also I wanted to add something because I don't know why I didn't say this, but like right. not, if I didn't have my husband, I feel like, like just from, just from where I am now, like, obviously if I was saying this four years ago, that wouldn't make sense. And I would be like, eh, whatever. Cause mm-hmm. I was trying to be single, but now <laughs> in my life, it's like, no, like, I, I feel like if I didn't have Brandon, I feel like that would be a nightmarish uh, life mm. for me right now. And I know that sounds corny. To some no, it's not there, corny. But it is true for me. Cause I, yeah, I mean, hell, I, can, I can barely even sleep without him. So <laughs> I know if I didn't have him, it'd be, it'd be a problem. That would be nightmarish mm. for me. So I just wanted to Another nightmare will be me being broke. <laughs> staying broke yeah, forever. like staying broke nightmare, forever kind of oh thing. yeah if I look back and I'm 30 and I'm still I like, still got nothing I'm like I'm be yeah that's no. I'm okay with where I am right now but I don't think I would be okay with like being in my 30s and still like trying to figure out how to get this money by Tuesday like uh-huh <laughs> yeah, um, yeah well um <laughs> Um, in all of these nightmares uh, and bad dreams, I hope that none of them come true. <laughs> oh, yeah, I hope that we um, all stay woke, as they say, <laughs> and achieve the lives that we want to. Um, listening to this podcast, guys, will keep you from being in a nightmare of a life. Um, mm-hmm. keep you staying motivated. passionate. Keep and making those passion moves will keep you away from these nightmares. Um, but I think it's cool to like kind of reflect on. I that's I wanted to say that's what I kind of like about Halloween. You know, obviously I was raised in being a satanic holiday, but what I do like about Halloween is like 
there are things that are spooky and scary and evil and I like that it's a time to kind of I don't know how to say it because I'm still figuring out but I kind of like I like the holiday I'd like the dressing up I like the spookiness um I don't know I guess I like the dark side <laughs> a little I bit like <laughs> I grew up like I was obsessed with charmed I don't know if you know the show charmed um it was like, like a witch one okay it was about three adult witches I don't know how old they were they were white women when I, I was younger heard of it, but I don't think I've seen it before um but I liked that I loved um Sabrina the Teenage Witch um I love Twitches Twitches I, I actually like um I just <laughs> I was like I think I've always <laughs> been kind of fascinated with the like spooky side because there is evil um and I don't know intro to the nightmares that we hope don't come true so you guys should share your nightmares. What what scares you about where your life could go? You know, thank you for listening to us. Hopefully we scared you a little bit. Oh, I should have shared uh, for pop culture. Um, I don't know if I want to watch it, but they released the new documentary about Jeffrey Dahmer. Um, oh, yeah. I'm not watching that. I'm a lot of people it. are talking about it because I think cinematically it's really, it's, it was done well. Um but, I will have I will have legit nightmares if I watch something like that. Like I can't watch things like that. Um, At the same time, it's like when they do these documentaries. Yes, I love it's it. almost like they're glorifying these, you know, these serial rapists yes. and serial killers. And yes. I, it's weird. I don't like it. Um, and I don't know if it's because they it's make in this the theme very of October. Story of like yes, and because it looks so his, good. And his life and his and, like the actors are good a girl on facebook that i went to high school with said that because someone made a post like oh my gosh y'all are just figuring out who jeffrey dahmer is and she was like why is it a problem that people don't know who he is she was like it's so like knowing and learning about serial killers doesn't add to my life in any major way mm-hmm. like and, she, and the, the other person was trying to argue like it's just like another documentary and she was like i love documentaries i'm a docu watcher but she was like watching documentaries about serial killers or rapists is not something that adds meaning or like something that you have to do about your life she was like no okay if it was something like about something important in history or social studies and then maybe you could have an argument but it's just weird and I thought that in relation to the series you I don't know if you guys heard about you that one with like a stalker but he's coming out with two new seasons next year too and I was just thinking like it is interesting how like this portrayal of like wickedness you know like killers and people like Mm -hmm. is like definitely like glorified and because it looks good because it's directed well you know it picks up a lot of ratings and watchings and views but overall it's like why are we watching this stuff like why are we consuming like why do we need to learn about this evil man (laughs) like yeah um, yeah i agree i do think like in this season i just be mindful of (sighs) stuff like that watch what you feed your spirit yeah because what you feed is not just food it's what you watch what you listen to and i just did i did think that was interesting because one this is not he's from the 80s so this isn't the first time that something has been like done about him so it's interesting to resurface it and then they pick these like actors that you know like they do things to bring attention obviously Mm -hmm. to get viewers but it's just like why this this is not important um so i did want to bring that in but happy (laughs) spooky season um stay safe (laughs) and um live a life that uh does not uh reflect a nightmare or something bad
I guess. Make sure you share this episode. Tell us what your nightmare, nightmarish life would look like. And um, stay tuned for more episodes of Keep the Passion. Make sure that you are staying prosperous, purposeful, and most of all, passionate. Oh, 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 oh,